Hi everyone, this is uh, Georgiana and you're listening to the Insight Podcast, where people from various tech companies share their insights into what it's like to be a tech talent manager, a recruiter, or an employer branding manager. Today, I'm talking to someone who is someone somewhat at the confluence of all these um, areas I was just mentioning. Magor, welcome on, uh, on our podcast today. Your role is Head of Leadership and Organizational Culture Practice at Trend Consult Group. What does your work entail exactly on a daily basis? Uh, it, it does a lot of things, but uh, mostly what uh, my role should mean is that we are working with boards and we are working with leaders in order to help them to transform their culture inside the organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, this means like a very complicated, very very fancy stuff to do, but if you are thinking what we are doing is modeling behaviors inside organization or helping leaders to model uh, uh, somehow behaviors. And this is what, what I think is very important because as individuals and as organizations, we have a lot, a lot of automatizations, mm-hmm. a lot of our, our behaviors are uh, 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 routines, a lot yeah. of our behaviors are not... Um, uh, the result of, of critical thinking or, or not, not even a result of thinking. So this is why it's so important to, to make ourselves aware what are the patterns inside the organization and what are the patterns inside our own minds. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we can live uh, uh, quite different lives uh, as we imagine and we can think about ourselves quite differently as we are actually uh, 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 behaving and, and, and representing ourselves in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. And I, I remember discussing this topic with you at some point on um, on one of our meetups to which you were a guest. And at that point, we, we discussed about the difference between company culture fit and company culture ad. And, you know, I'm a marketer, so I'm not a I'm, I'm not a specialist in HR. Is there a real difference between all these terms or is it all just noise, so to say? I do think that we have the tendency in general in corporations or corporations have the tendency to invent a lot of words because this way it means that we are always creating and always uh, 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 Mm -hmm. coming up Mm -hmm. with new solutions and new ideas. But if you are looking really into it, what is happening inside an organization uh, uh, 2,000 years ago and today, I do think that the the behaviors and the patterns are always the same. We are just loving to play with words. And I do think that it's, it's very important, you know, uh, besides playing with roles and besides coming up with acronyms, which many people do not understand and, and making ourselves, you know, to look very clever when we are standing next to other persons who doesn't understand the acronyms. Yeah. It's very important when we are talking about culture, when we are talking about leadership, when we are talking about organizations, to be as simple as possible, I do think that, that you know, all these noise, all these words are creating somehow a, a natural pollution, which mm-hmm. means that we are not thinking on the re- relevant issues, but we are thinking about, about uh, you know, concepts that, that are somehow mesmerizing um, uh, our imagination. And I do think that in the end, there are very simple things or very, very clear things and we should focus on actually what happens with people, what are people thinking, how people are behaving. And, and if you are not looking to all these acronyms, you will see that the, 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 the variations are not as big as we would imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's comforting for me. It means I'm not totally lost. Um, what would you say 
or actually who would, would you say should take care of company culture and, and the brand of the employer? Marketing, human resources, management, all three of them? I do think if we are talking about culture, the owner of the culture is always the leader of the organization. So if, if I hear, for instance, if, if I'm meeting with a, with a head of HR or, or the HR director, if I'm meeting with somebody from marketing and saying to me, come on, let's talk about culture, the leadership of the company is behind us. Mm -hmm. I'm always saying, yes, I understand, but culture is like a waterfall. It's coming from, from, from the top and it's cascading down. So it's very important, you know, that the leader to be the owner of the whole process, it, it cannot be in any other way. And when we are talking about uh, organizational culture, the biggest issues usually are the leaders who are not living the values of the company, or, or they are not living the aspirational values, mm -hmm. they, are, they, mm -hmm. they are not declaring for themselves. Yep. And this way, no matter how much we will be working with an organization, it's always the working with the leader, the one which comes. And it's, it's very funny, you know, because when I was leading an organization, I met with Adi, the founder of the company, or Trent Consult, and he said to me that I have a few solutions for your organization. He said to me, I can work with everybody in the organization. Second, I can work with everybody in the organization and you. And the third option is to work only with you. And I was like, okay, cut the consultant uh, uh, crap. Please tell me straightforward which is the best solution for me. And he said, if I'm working with you, I don't need to work with anybody else. So it was a very, very diplomatic way of saying that the leader is the one determining the behavior yeah. of the people. He is the one shaping the, the, the company culture first and foremost. And everything else is, is somehow already fine-tuning. If, if, if the yeah. leader is not behaving and not representing the values that the company or the organization is declaring, it's very, very hard to, to, to make the people to behave in a, in a different way. And, and what I see in the corporate world is that branding is usually with the marketing department, mm -hmm. which I do think that it's very, very uh, uh, wrong, because most of the time marketing is coming up with ideas how we want to be perceived by others. Yep, I see. Mm -hmm. If we are declaring mm -hmm. values, how do we want to be perceived by others? We are not living or we are not, we are not expressing our values. And I do think that the corporate branding, it's about what do people in the organization say about our organization. No matter what you are saying in a fancy magazine or in a TV ad or whatever yep. on, the, on the walls of the company, mm -hmm. people immediately say to anyone, that this is not the value of our company. The value of our company is our day-to-day -day experience. This is why it's much more important to look at your people, ask about, uh, 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 you know, ask your people how do they feel, and and then come up with values. Not to come up with values which are totally uh, uh, non-connected with the daily life of the, of the people in the company. Do you believe in the power of survey, or should you ask people just on a one-to-one -one basis? What's what's better? I do think that, 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 that culture is not something mythical. It's not something, you know, you feel it in the air, you step in into an organization like love and you feel it when it's there. Corporate culture mm -hmm. can be measured. Corporate culture can be broken down to patterns, to behaviors, 
And we can say, you know, which are the, 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 the most uh, frequent behaviors of the people. And we can also improve those behaviors towards what are the, 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 the desires of the company or what are the goals of the company. So I do think that it's, it's, it's somehow not an emotional thing. It's a very measurable thing. Mm -hmm. But also, if the, if the culture is right, then the emotions in the company are right. So, so I do think that emotions are somehow a very welcome benefit of a, of a, of a, a harmony or, or of, of a, a constructive yeah. culture. Mm -hmm. but, but again, um, uh, it can be measured at any time. So I do believe that, that measuring is important, not necessarily by surveys. Surveys are one of the ways of, of measuring, but there are many ways of measuring this. And I do think that from time to time, every company should check Uh, 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 how the culture is, or what are the, the behaviors, or, 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 or how people uh, feel in the company. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, mm -hmm. you are creating scenarios in your head, and you are searching for the clues to validate what you are thinking every day. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I always encourage leaders to find scientific ways somehow to, to substantiate their, dec their decisions when it comes to people. Or their hunches, so to say, their feelings sometimes maybe can be um, confirmed or denied. There are always feelings, but but feelings cause behaviors. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. you find what are the behaviors, desired behaviors, because if you know what do you want from your organization, you know what are the behaviors which which took took you closer to the to the goals. You know also what are the toxic behaviors which are making uh, your, your goal achievement a bit harder. Yep. And if you clear definitions of what are the desired behaviors and what are the toxic behaviors, from there, it's very easy to see how am I causing the emotions? How am I causing those, uh, those, those behaviors? What are the, the main, main um, uh, drivers mm -hmm. of the behaviors? And this way you can intervene in a very uh, calculated way Into the, into the decisions. But, but you know, human beings are emotional beings and always when we are saying to ourselves that we are taking rational decisions, this is a narrative that we are telling to ourselves. We are always making up their mind, our mind yep. based on our emotions, based on what we are feeling mm -hmm. and then we create mm -hmm. a rational narrative around it. So this is why everything is about emotions, but again, emotions can be measured and can be, can be enabled Okay, people don't change jobs, they change managers and leaders. Three things leadership can do in order to facilitate company culture adding. Mm -hmm. I do think that uh, one of the first things is to make it very, very clear to yourself as a leader what is the mission and what is the vision of the company. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important because many times I see Uh, small companies and, and, and big companies as well, many times I see leaders which do not have their own story right. They, they do not know what exactly is the story of the company. Why are we doing what we are doing every day? This is very important because if you do not know your own story, it's very hard to motivate people, especially younger people, because younger people are not driven by, by uh, uh, financial gains or bonuses. They are mainly driven by mission. They, they are mainly driven, uh, driven by things they believe in. Mm -hmm. If you do not offer to people something to believe in, it's very hard to create a culture first of all. Second, you need to determine 
what kind of culture do you want? What is the culture of your organization which are enabling the behaviors which takes your organization closer to your goals? Many times, you know, we, we imagine how do we want people to be in the company, but it's not based on what we want to achieve. It's, it's, it's based on our own comfort zones as leaders. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. is why it's very important, you know, to make a clear distinction. Sometimes a leader can be very uncomfortable with some behaviors mm-hmm. and still build a very successful organization. For a big part of my life, I was very uncomfortable giving straightforward and honest feedback and receiving straightforward and honest feedback. Yeah. I was very uncomfortable of mm-hmm. giving mm-hmm. and receiving a difficult uh, feedback yeah. or difficult conversation. Mm-hmm. I was avoiding difficult conversations. For you as a leader, it might be very uncomfortable to have a culture based on difficult conversations, but also for the organization and for the culture can be very beneficial. Mm-hmm. So this is why you need to clarify very, very clearly yep. what are or, or how my culture uh, needs to look like in order to achieve the results. And then what are my values? Are my values in line with the corporation or with the organization? Mm-hmm. Values? Mm-hmm. Because many, many times we are sitting in the wrong jobs and telling to ourselves that I should enjoy what am I doing, but I'm not. If you are not enjoying yourself in a position or in the job, most yeah. probably you have a value disalignment. The things that you really believe inside you are not the things the company believes in. And this is why you have a cultural attention every day. There is a difference between aspirational values and real values. And then it's very hard for you to motivate yourself. And when it's very hard for you to motivate yourself, you cannot motivate people. Others. And I do think mm-hmm. that the most important thing for a leader, the absolute most important, is walking the talk. Nobody, nobody, there is no leader in the world who can bullshit everybody. So we think in our heads that we are somehow displaying some behaviors and everybody believes that we are in a certain way. But everybody knows when somebody is pretending. Nobody says it, but everybody knows. But they know it. Mm -hmm. You are pretending and you build your life and your career around pretending who you are. You will be unhappy. The organization will be unhappy. And in the end, nobody will learn what are the behaviors that we actually want to have together. Because somehow the basic human instinct is to fit in. Yep, I agree. Mm -hmm. Don't search for fitting in. Search for belonging. Search for an organization, for a place, for a leader, or for people who doesn't need to behave, doesn't need to force themselves themselves into patterns, in order to be able to be part of the organization. If you find a place of belonging, stay there. Yep. That's true. I totally agree. Um, in, in your role as a consultant, I think you've probably come across various company cultures and management styles, management mistakes. What is the one thing you'll never forget that you would list as a definitive no when it comes to company culture? I think one of the most toxic things, what I have experienced, and I'm I'm talking right now as a human, you know, to have managers or leaders who are pretending to care about you, Mm -hmm. but in fact they are not. 
because it creates such a confusing mess in your head. And you are always wondering, am I doing something wrong? Am I enough? Am I good? And, and you never know because somehow the, 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 the behavior, the, the, uh, the, or the displays of, of behavior are always somehow positive and friendly, mm-hmm. but you feel that something is not right. You feel that, 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 that there is no real interest. I do think that every human being, regardless if we are in our personal lives or in organizations, we want to be noticed, yes. we want to be acknowledged, mm-hmm. want to be in a way loved. Appreciated, yes. Yes, appreciated. And, and the, when, when this is missing, you know, when you have a manager or a leader who is pretending to doing all these things, but he knows and I know that it's just pretending and there is no real care, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very, very disturbing. And I have seen it in, in different aspects. Like, like I can say I had leaders or I have seen leaders, I worked with leaders who were really psychopathic, so I knew that they do not have any kind of understanding of basic emotions. And it was easier for me to work with them that with the people who are pretending that they have the emotions, they, they were pretending they do care, mm-hmm. but in fact they were not caring because they were doing only what they thought that, that it's expected of them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so so all these guys, I do think that pretending in general is destroying many, many relationships. It's, it's, it's making uh, harder for organizations to achieve the goals. So when we talk about authenticity, Authenticity is not something, uh, 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 you know, fluffy or something, yep. uh, you know, uh, which, which you write, uh, read in the books about. Yeah. It's a real thing, you know, sometimes authenticity I agree. is not good. Sometimes authenticity, sometimes people can be awkward. Sometimes people can be a little bit weird. Sometimes mm-hmm. people can be a little bit perceived as aggressive or, 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 or inadequate or, or so on so on. Mm-hmm. But this is the whole idea, you know, when you learn to see the full dimension of a human being, then you start to create real relationships. And we are in organizations. We are saying to ourselves that we are in organizations because we need to live and we need that paycheck and so on and so on. We are always part of different organizations because we want to be, we want to have our own tribe. And yep. if your own tribe is not accepting you, if your own tribe is not giving you, you know, the feeling of comfort, then you will have a hard, hard day. And you know, a good part of my life, I was totally convinced that there is no such thing as ideal workplace. I, I shouldn't be happy because working is working and living is mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. And this is the narrative that you are telling yourselves or yourself yeah. when you haven't seen a better way of, of, of doing it. When you see for the first time a culture which works, then you are sitting down and saying, wow, and I was wasting my whole time, I was wasting my life pretending when the real deal is always somewhere out. And yeah. I do think that, that, that more and more organizations are getting tired of pretending and starting to, to encourage uh, authenticity, especially the newer, smaller, and, and, and more agile organizations who are growing faster every day. Yeah. 
Okay, to to change the direction a little bit, what has been a very influential movie for you? Uh, one of my favorite movies is Any Given Sunday. I okay. have seen it like, I think, 15, 20 times. Hmm. I just I just love the whole idea. I, I always, I, I never understood why, but I love the, the, the thing uh, when the leader is always telling himself that he knows it better. <laughs> and you see a whole transformation during the, the movie when at the very end, he changed his ways. So he realizes that he needs to grow. He realizes that he cannot know everything. He realizes that his ways are not necessarily always the best. And he makes a radical change in his life. And I do think that, that this should be the key uh, 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 of life and, and mm -hmm. the key of, of any kind of career, to realize you never have the right answer. You should always be uh, uh, open to search and to learn new things because the moment you think that you have the answer, that's the definite moment that you really don't have the answer. Mm -hmm. So when you start to think about yourself, that you hold the answer in your hand, it means that you stopped uh, believing in the learning process, yep. you stopped growing, and then you should put some real uncomfortable questions uh, to yourself. And this is what the movie shows us, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and refusing all the way to change, always saying that I know it better, I want more, I, 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 I already displayed all my qualities, so, so I should receive credit for my past. And many people are, say, are saying around us that I did so many things in my life that nobody should question me. And we, we mm -hmm. are forgetting that our behaviors at any moment are shaping how people feel and think towards ourselves. It's sure. not enough yeah. that you were a very nice guy for five years and now for one year you can be a jerk. It's, 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 in life it's not like that. If you really want to be a nice guy, you always have to be a nice guy and you always have to behave in a certain way. And, and this is the continuous process. But you don't have to be a nice guy. So it's, it's not, a, not a request or an expectation that you always need to be a nice guy. You just be yourself if it's possible. And if you don't know, and many people I see do not know how they are, then you should search. And you should search mm -hmm. the sooner the better. <coughs> it means you go to therapy. I'm going to therapy. I'm proud of it. And, and mm -hmm. I do think that I learn a, a, a lot of, uh, you know, in, in therapy sessions. I also do coaching. I do reading. I do all the things in order to find more about myself. Because sometimes we are so focused on the world around us mm -hmm. that actually mm -hmm. we, 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 we forget to spend time with ourselves, look a bit what do we like, what do we don't like. And, you know, I, I do think that it can be very traumatic when you are 60 or 70 to put yourself the question, who am I, yeah. what do I like? For sure. Mm -hmm. You don't have the answers because, you know, when you have little time left, it's very hard to, to, to say, okay, from now on, I will start living, I will start to explore myself. True. Okay, um, that brings me to my last question, actually. Um, and here goes. Everything is cultural, so then company culture is probably as well. What do you think is the one constant element that each company, regardless of where they are located, could take into consideration for a harmonious corporate climate? 
really curious about that. I do think that harmony is not necessarily part of agriculture. Culture means so. So if 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 anybody or if an organization defines the culture, it means the set of behavior which will help the company to achieve the results which they desire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this can be an uncomfortable setting. So, for instance, in a company when when everybody expects from you to learn all the time, it's not all the time harmonious. It's not all the time. Sometimes you you know you, you want to do other things, or, or sometimes you know it, it can be uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. what I mm-hmm. is that climate is the one which can be harmonious. Culture can be healthy, and the healthy culture means that the behaviors of the of the people in the company, which help the company to achieve the, the, the results. And I do think that what everybody, every organization, every leader needs to understand, even if you are totally not interested, even if you are not investing, culture is always there. If you are ignoring it, then the culture of your company, the behaviors in your company, will be shaped by random forces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. But if you are accepting that you actually have an influence or that you can have an influence over your culture, then you can measure it. Mm-hmm. You can define it how I would want to have a culture and then you can strive for it. And this is the, 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 the most uh, frequent thing what I see because we do not like our culture, and we do not like our climate, which are two two different yep. things, but they mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. be connected. We tend to not to look there because it's uncomfortable. You know, as a leader, you see that you do not have a good culture. You see that you do not have a good climate, and you you choose to look in different way, in, in 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 other ways. You, you look at the results. Yep. You look at numbers. You look at charts, you look at Excel tables, but in the end, behaviors will de- determine the results of an organization. It's not the charts. How people will behave will decide if the company is successful or not. Or not. And yeah. the longer you don't pay attention to the behavior of the people, the, 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 the longer you will wait for the results. And I, I actually, if, if I look at the numbers, modern day leaders and managers do not have the time to look at the behaviors. They are uh, uh, burying themselves in strategic uh, overviews. Yeah. They bury themselves in mails, in interactions, mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm. representation, and so on and so on. So the big problem with this is, if you do not know how the people are really behaving in your company, you will make plans not for the behaviors, but for the imagined behaviors. Yep. And if you imagine what people are doing around you, and you will make plans for that imagined behavior, mm-hmm. your plan from the beginning it will be wrong. Yeah. And you know, if you if if your plan from the beginning is wrong, then the achievement will be even uh, less. And this means. Until you do understand what people are doing in your organization, this should be your focus. 
what are my people doing every day? And you know, I had a really long period in my life as a top manager, but I was wondering every day, what are my people doing? But I didn't have the courage, I didn't have the maturity to actually go and ask, get myself involved. Uh, you know, be part of the of the of the of the of the citadel or be be part of my tribe. And I was always imagining, okay, my marketing manager did this because she does doesn't like me or or whatever, all kind of, of, of narratives. And always the narrative in your head is always more negative than the most negative scenario what can happen in real life. So our brain is always very capable of coming up with drama. And totally agree. Mm-hmm. way to stop the drama in your head is go there and ask, make a conversation, be interested, be open. And that's simple from my, my, my point of view after you decide that this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Which is good advice to apply in every relationship, right? Absolutely. Just go ask. You know, I, I, I read a lot of books about relationships. And most of the books are saying, you just need to sit there and listen. And I never understood. I said, but this is stupid advice. I'm just sitting there and listening and not saying anything. There is no value in it. Until you start to practice it. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that most of the people do not want your solutions. Most of the people want your interest. Yep. If they see that you are, you have a genuine interest, you are looking, you are acknowledging them, you are seeing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's enough. You don't need to solve everybody else's problems. You don't need to. You cannot do it anyway. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And this is why many people are avoiding real conversations because in their head they are imagining if 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 somebody will tell me the problems that they, that they are confronting with. I will need to carry the dead problems. That's not the case. That's not the case. Most of the people are independent. They are able to 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 figure out their own uh, problems, but they still need someone to listen to them. I agree. Well, yes, I think there's there's a lot that can be said about it, but um. Unfortunately, our podcast has reached an end. Thank you very much, Magor, for uh, for your input. Everyone, I, I strongly suggest that you follow him on LinkedIn. There's a lot of useful information that he, he shares on, on his profile. Congratulations for that. I really think that you, you have a way of stating things and of um, providing information that's really to everyone's understanding. And I think you're doing a lot in, um, in shaping um, people's minds in a way, so to say, when it comes to company culture. I know I'm learning a lot from you, so I'm, uh, I'm definitely a, a true fan. Once again, thank you for, for joining me. And uh, everyone, you can find us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Insight Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Music. And if you want to read more on employer branding or digital marketing content in general, go to beaglecap.com or employerbranding.tech. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Insight Podcast. You can find our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Music. 
And if you want to read more on employer branding or digital marketing content in general, go to BeagleCat.com or EmployerBranding.tech. See you next time. Bye.